Hello everyone, this is Rico, and this is going to be another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. It is Sunday, it is June, gosh, I was almost going to say August, That's that would be weird. It's June, uh, it's June, June 13th, 2021, this is show 822. Uh, the main topic this week is going to be, I'm going to kind of run down quickly, briefly, without a lot of fanfare the uh, upcoming uh, movie releases especially those in the theater might talk about couples that are that are coming to direct to streaming platforms but uh, movies that are coming out still uh, this year for the last half of 2021 in the movie theater since um, yeah the pandemic at least in the US getting a lot better thanks to all the people getting vaccinated uh, definitely improving so um, that's most of what I'm going to say now, I think, and we'll chit chat a bit, a bit at the beginning of the show. And uh, yeah, so let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, everyone. Welcome again. This is Rico, your host for Treks and Sci-Fi, your host since 2005, if you've been listening since then. Hello, Kenny, and, and a few others, I think. Uh, but uh, also, um, you know, for anyone who's listened, started later than that or whatever, uh, glad you could join me or you downloaded this or whatever, streaming it. However you're getting your podcasts, appreciate that. Uh, if you want to support the show, just uh, get this out of the way. It's over at uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi. And thanks to all that do that. I really appreciate you guys each month. And we will probably be doing another group Patreon chat, uh, I think, sometime in mid-July. We'll, I've laid out kind of the schedule for June. Uh, so it's probably going to be around middle of July or so as they call it, the dog days of summer. But um, but anyway, that'll be uh, coming up. I'll, I'll put more info on the Patreon page when that gets closer. Uh, again, if you um, like the show, I appreciate that. Uh, all right, so what's been going on? Been a little bit of a crazy couple of weeks here. Um, I do thank I uh, want to thank Mark again for sitting in last week. Uh, he did a show, another show on The Outer Limits, Architects of Fear. Really... Uh, Twilight Zone, the Twilight Zone series, Rod Serling's, you know, classic show, which is amazing, has incredible episodes. If you've never watched the old Twilight Zones, just like to me, the old Star Trek, these episodes hold up, uh, these stories hold up because they're really about characters, they're about the story, the special effects, that kind of side of it, that's not, doesn't really matter that much. You know, everyone talks about popcorn movies these days and 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 you know things getting kind of dumbed down and i i kind of agree with it a little bit i mean i do enjoy that kind of stuff a little bit but i also miss you know a little bit higher level kind of uh thing um the the one couple things that i think go beyond things like that are like black mirror on netflix but that show is kind of 
sad and depressing most of the time. I mean, Twilight Zone had some of those episodes. So did Outer, Outer Limits. But uh, but um, these, you know, we're, we're, I, I feel like we've gone to the candy store level of, of a lot of entertainment. And I understand it. I get it. I kind of, um, I do think, you know, I know there are still some people out there who don't care for them. And I respect that. That's fine. But, you know, I do believe that the new Star Trek series that they've done, you know, Lower Decks is, is a comedy. So it's, and it's fun. And it, it's really a fun show. But um, Discovery and Picard both, I feel like, are, at, at, you know, at that higher level. I think the new Battlestar Galactica was that way. I think The Expanse is like that. Um, there are some higher level type, you know, shows that you have to sort of think about. And you have to pay attention to. And you can't just watch as you're, like, on your phone or your iPad or drifting off to sleep. You really have got to be engaged with the show. And, the um, there, you know, there are these shows like that, I, I think, around. And, you know, it's it's worth checking them out. And, uh, if you know, if you're a sci-fi fan, for sure, uh, I, I definitely think um, that kind of stuff is, is worthy. But going back to The Outer Limits... What I was just going to say about related to the Twilight Zone is Outer Limits never really quite gets the the accolades as much or the attention as 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 the Twilight Zone did or does. And I urge you strongly to check out the Outer Limits, especially the '60s version of the show. Uh, the newer ones that they did are not bad, and even the newer versions of the Twilight Zone series were not bad. But um, the originals to me are always, you know, they hold a special place. Uh, you know, I grew up on watching the reruns of those shows, reruns of original Trek, uh, and which got me first into, you know, all this stuff, sci-fi and fantasy and, and everything. So, uh, yeah, and I'm watching my, uh, I'm, I've kind of finished a few things off. Um, the uh, there's a, there's a few shows that I finally wrapped up watching, and the. Um, like for one, Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. You know they announced <laughs> they announced they're gonna not do another season of that. I, I mean, I'll be honest. The the first season is a I, I finished it. And it's a it's a kind of a big setup a bit. I do think it was a good show. I think they did a good job with the first season. It's a fair diff, fairly different than the comic was, but if you're into that kind of stuff, it, it's worth watching. I think it's a little little bit of a different take on a superhero story. So and, and even though I, I know some people when they when they hear something gets cut off like that, like, you know, when when they don't continue it. Now, you could go back to like a show like Firefly, which which so many people love just because it only got one season. A, a ton of people, uh, you know, have have gone on to back. You know, they that did not stop them from watching that that show uh, because that show is is so good. <laughs> I'm not complaining, you know. Jupiter's Legacy is not not anything like Firefly, but um, I don't I don't generally um, l- let that kind of bug me too much, you know. About like, oh, it's only got a season, you know. Was is it worth worth watching or not? That kind of stuff. I'll I'll, I'll usually if it's a show that I'm interested in, I'll watch it anyway. The um, the other one that that this recently also happened to was a show on NBC called Debris. Um, that also just got canceled after only one season. The premise of the show essentially was uh, materials, metals, parts, whatever, um, debris from an alien. Uh, it's supposed to be like an alien craft, alien ship, has fallen to Earth, uh, and uh, it creates 
some strange effects on people, um, space, time. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's sort of, to me, Debris was a show that was sort of like a hybrid of both like the X-Files, very much, very much like an X-Files type of show, but with this central idea of this, um, this alien, um, material falling to earth and affecting people in areas of the, uh, you know, in the U S they were mostly, and there was a couple of agents that were investigating it. And I really liked that show a lot. I thought it had a lot of potential and, you know, they were creating quite a little backstory for it. And, and they, now they've said it's only getting one season. So that's unfortunate. Maybe that show will get picked up somewhere else. I, it's possible. Uh, like I'm watching Manifest and I have watched it for the last, I think it's three seasons now. And I, I've got to watch the season finale. It's still, I think it's coming back. They're not wrapping things up. So I sure hope it, it gets renewed. I don't know if it officially got renewed yet. Maybe it did. And I missed that announcement, but, um, that's been on NBC. That's the show that's about the airplane group of people and the passengers on this plane that, that came back at, you know, basically about five and a half years or so after they left, something happened. Uh, and when they came back, you know, it's kind of like the Thanos snap where <laughs> these people disappeared for five years and now they're back. Um, and it creates all kinds of things. The, sh the show, it's sort of a bit of a lost vibe to it, but I don't know about this last season so much. I mean, it's really kind of gone way out there. Like, I, I feel like they're getting into sort of the mystical and sort of like almost deity level things going on like that are I don't I don't think there's going to be a, a a simple scientific explanation for what has happened to these people I mean I just can't think of one same thing that lost got to the point of well geez there, this isn't there's nothing here that you really can explain exactly so you kind of have to be along for the ride a little bit uh, and if you enjoy it that's fine I mean I, I do like the show I manifest I do like the characters but I do feel like it's it's getting they got to pull it back in a way a little bit. I'm, I I don't know. I mean it's it's kind of interesting, but it's also to me it's also sort of becoming a little bit like just okay. What crazy thing is going to happen this week, right, or whatever? And uh, but it uh, yeah. So and what else am I trying to watch on cable? Let's see. Still a couple episodes left of, of that Sabrina series on Netflix. I'm I'm. I got back to Shadow and Bone. I've got three more episodes of that to do, I think. Um, re watching Modoc on Hulu, uh, The Bad Batch, of course, on, on on Disney Plus, the Star Wars animated show they're showing now. Oh, Loki just started. Uh, saw the first episode of that, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, what else has been uh, been on? I'm still watching The Flash, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman, which is ugh, ugh, I don't know. I think every time I talk about Batwoman, I cringe a little. I just, it's just kind of like, uh, I mean, they're trying to put these issues like, you know, I don't want to give away spoilers with what happened recently, but they really feel like they're really forcing some current event type issues into the series. You know, people, people will, you know, use this term with stuff like this woke, right? Which I kind of hate that term, but the show is is pretty woke, I guess is the best way to put it. I mean, I I, I don't mind it. I, I get these issues are in society, and and Star Trek's always been about modern, you know, current issues being discussed in a 
in a roundabout way, you know, with science fiction. But I, I thought Gene, Gene Roddenberry and, and the people that have worked on Star Trek over the many years it was on had a little more elegant hand at, at crafting stories that dealt with these things rather than the literally beating you over the head with, with the exact issue on, on a, on a primetime television show or whatever. So, yeah, I probably sound pretty negative on that. I, I, I really, well, there's probably only a few episodes left of that for the season. So I, I came back when the, they changed the main actress cause the Ruby Rose left after this first season was playing Batwoman. I really actually liked her quite a bit. I, I don't really truthfully like the new, person playing Batwoman I don't think she can sell the role very well I don't think she kind of fell into it I won't spoil anything but it it doesn't it just has never really worked for me that she is is capable as the previous one so but um yeah so uh so there's that and uh but yeah I think that's covering most of the stuff that I'm watching I think right now couple of other cable series and things so many streaming services way too way too many streaming services aren't there uh yeah so um all right that's probably plenty of blather for now we're about 10 12 minutes into the podcast i'll take a short break i'll come back and try to run down quickly for you this is going to try to i'm thinking i'm going to do a shorter than average podcast this week I'm going to try to keep it to about 40 minutes or so, maybe do about a half hour in these upcoming movies. I don't even know if I'll play any previews or anything like that. I did a vidcast a couple of months ago where I played, you know, previews while I was talking about the movie. So I don't think I'll really play anything here for you guys. You guys can find all the previews online anyway. I'll just talk about them, talk about when their new release dates are, what my thoughts are, if I'm excited, not excited, whatever. Um... I am kind of excited to finally go back to the movies. I, I still haven't been to a movie since prior the, to the pandemic. I just haven't. Uh, they're open here, but um, I haven't been all that. There's two reasons. One, there hasn't been anything really that's thrilled me enough to go out to see it. And the second one, we still have to wear masks here. Uh, I, although I think starting in July, that's changing. I think they're, everything's pretty much going away in, in the U.S. in July as far as restrictions go. So, But I'll be back in a moment. We'll run down the, uh, the movies coming in uh, 2021 for the rest of this year. Hey, this is Larry Nimichek, and I too survived the con of wrath. In fact, we're even making a movie about it. And you're listening to Rico on Treks and Sci-Fi. All right, I am back. Uh, I've got a list here. There's something called firstshowing.net. I have another site open on Collider. Uh, so I, I'm going to kind of, like I said, run down what's coming for uh, 2021 for the rest of the year with the movies, mostly talk about the movies coming to the theater. Some of these will be dual releasing, you know, on streaming services and that. Uh, even the big Marvel movies, I, I think Disney Plus, I think for, I don't know, for all of them, definitely for the one that's the first one coming in July for Black Widow, um, they are going to offer that whole premiere thing, which I think is $30 uh, to watch it at home. Uh, but uh, we'll talk more about that in a minute here, too, when we get to that movie. So for this month, and I'm going to mostly stick to sci-fi fantasy, some talk a little bit about action movies and things connected to to uh, our, our genre things or people that are actors that are in these movies. The first one that I wanted to talk about here is 
the hitman's wife's bodyguard. Two apostrophe S's in the title of a movie. There's a trivia question. Uh, the only reason I'm really mentioning this is I, I did enjoy the first one. They did. This is with Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Jackson, uh, and it looks like a lot of fun. The, the latest preview I'm seeing uh, for this movie that makes me uh, I kind of you get a kind of a it's fun. But there's a scene in this movie where Ryan Reynolds is flipping around a, a sword like he does or like he has as Deadpool in, in one of the movies. And, he, and at one point he's he's flipping this sword around and it it he loses control of it and it flips out of his hand and it's a little bit of a wink to the to the him you know him playing Deadpool but that movie looks like fun I, I I'll I'll pretty much I think there's another one later this year uh, Freeman or whatever it's called the that uh, video game kind of movie with Ryan Reynolds that I'll probably talk about as well but yeah this looks fun I, I Ryan Reynolds is one of those actors to me that that. I, I like just about on everything I've ever seen him in. I even kind of liked him in Green Lantern. I thought he was actually a, a fairly okay Green Lantern. I think that story and the movie as a whole had some issues. I didn't really have any problem with him being Grant, Hal Jordan Green Lantern, uh, but I think there are other issues with that. So uh, so that's the first one up. The other one this month, the biggie uh, that's been sitting for like a year, right, in that <laughs> that they've held is the the next Fast and the Furious, or or what they're calling it, F9, or whatever. Uh, that comes out in on Friday, June 25th. And, yeah, I mean, if you like the Fast and the Furious movies, you, you'll probably enjoy that. Uh, I mean, it's, it's cars, it's crazy action, it's whatever, it's ridiculousness. That's the definition of, um, certainly the definition of a popcorn movie, that series. All right, so next up, uh, the probably, maybe probably one of the bigger movies of the summer. We're moving now into July. Uh, Black Widow, of course. This this movie was, let's see, was it going to be like May of 2020? I think. I think it was going to be their early May 2020 originally uh, going to be released. This is, of course, uh, a solo movie with Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. It's obviously, you know, spoiler uh, thing for what happened in Endgame Avengers. This is a movie that's set in the past. Uh, I think, it, what was it again? Is it between Infinity War and Endgame? Is that when it's happening? Or No, I think it was between like Civil War and, 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 and um, in, you know, whatever it's called. Infinity Stones or whatever that movie. <laughs> Sorry, a little discombobulated today, but um, but anyway, so this is out on uh, July 9th. Like I said earlier, it's also going to be on Disney Plus. I will definitely be going to the theater to see this. I probably should even pre-order a ticket. Um, but it comes out again on on July 9th. I'm I'm expecting good things from this. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's a little weird to me that they did a July 9th release and not a uh, the week before because we have 4th of July here in the U.S. It's usually a long weekend. A lot of people are off, although people do other things. They don't necessarily go to the movies. Uh, Spider-Man films have come out during the like 4th of July weekend. So I guess they, for some reason, wanted to move away from that a little bit. And so they're doing it kind of later that week. 4th of July actually falls this year on a what is it a Sunday yeah a Sunday so but um yeah so that'll be out on the 9th looks really fun looks uh, like a lot of good action 
we get to to learn about Natasha's family and, and other other things. Uh, you can see that. I mean, there've been a ton of previews out for it. Probably too many, truthfully. Um, though one I skipped over. This is just going to Amazon directly, but uh, it looks really good. It's with Chris Pratt, you know, from Guardians of the Galaxy, and Chris Pratt's another actor that's fun to watch always. Uh, the Tomorrow War. That's on Amazon. Um, that is uh, coming out on the second of of July. So that we get to watch over the Fourth of July weekend here in the U.S. at least. Well, it's technically over the 4th of July weekend everywhere, but you guys in other parts of the world don't really celebrate that as a holiday, right? Right. All right. Let's move along a little bit more. Um, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Yes. Amazingly, when was the first Space Jam? Like 1980, late 80s, early 90s? I don't know. Not going to bother to look it up, honestly. Uh, but, uh, but that's coming out on July 16th. Uh, that should be fun. This is a dual release one that's going to be out in theaters uh, and HBO Max. So if you have HBO Max, uh, you actually get to watch that at home, which is probably what I'll do. And you don't need to pay any extra. That just comes as part of your uh, HBO Max normal uh, normal service, just like I think the Disney movies should kind of. But I don't know. I, I, I do think if Black Widow was, was on Disney Plus for free... I, I bought a Disney Plus like three year agreement when they had the early bird kind of you know pricing for like three years at like I think it cost me like three bucks a month or something silly like that for for three years and I said yeah that's well worth it I mean that's not even the price of a one movie um, and there's always been plenty of stuff to watch on Disney Plus they have all the Marvel stuff is on there all the Star Wars stuff is on there. Uh, not to mention they obviously are doing new Marvel series now and new Star Wars series. I see that there have been some pictures that have been popping up online. Oh, I should have talked about that earlier. Boy, there's a lot of pictures popping up online these days of of things being made, things probably the people listening to the show here are, are interested in. Two, two would be, um, one, they started to film over in, um, over in uh, England, I think. It's... Uh, they filmed, they're filming Indiana Jones five. The fifth film, uh, is being filmed over there. It's, uh, it looks like maybe we're going to get a little bit of a uh, flashback or something of Indy from what, what we're picking up from these pictures. But there's been quite a few pictures of Harrison Ford in his Indy costume over there doing some filming. And the other one that recently popped up online is Ewan McGregor is, uh, is Obi-Wan. Uh, they've got, uh, some, some, Pictures have been showing up online of, of him filming that show. I think that's only, that's being filmed around uh, L.A. Uh, so I don't know, you know, where they're going to substitute Tatooine. Maybe they're going to do it like they do with um, The Mandalorian. It's going to be just filmed on this, you know, stage with all these screens, and they can pretty much put in put him in any environment. Although, you know, California's got some definitely got some areas out in the desert. They could certainly double as Tatooine. I mean, everyone kind of, I think, knows pretty much the, the the story time frame here is going to be while Obi-Wan is, it's going to be basically between uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope of Obi-Wan kind of watching over Luke in a way uh, on Tatooine. That That's the era we're going to get there. Oh, by the way, I just read this this morning before I um, started recording this, but the book of Boba Fett uh, that's the next uh, next series that they're doing just prior to the next season of Mandalorian. Uh, you know, Boba Fett showed up in uh, 
in Mando season two. So, um, but the the talk now is we're going to get some uh, stuff going on in that series that's going to show us between Boba Fett show us between uh, Empire Strikes Back and, and Return of the Jedi. You know, that, that little gap of time that's always been a bit, you know, there have been some books, there have been video games, but it's never really been clearly laid out how much time elapsed, what everybody was doing. They've done some comics, you know. There's been all these little efforts to sort of fill in. Shadows of the Empire was a, was a big uh, thing they did years ago. Video game, a book. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we're supposedly going to get a little bit of Boba Fett and what was going on, you know, as he uh, put Captain Solo in the cargo bay thing and all, you know, hauling carbonite, you know, frozen slab uh, uh, Han Solo. I mean, maybe we'll even see him deliver him to Jabba, you know. I mean, for all the geeks that love Star Wars, that's going to be pretty cool. So, all right, let us move on to the movies, back to this. All right, so I talk about Space Jam. I'm, I'm just kind of scanning down the list, trying to pick out things that I thought you guys might be interested in. All right, so on July 23rd, a couple things here. Uh, the, probably the one I wanted to mention out of, out of this group, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. So I think it's Henry Golding, or however you say the guy's name, Um uh, I think that's the guy. Wasn't he in that uh, Crazy Rich Asians movie? Which I still have. I want to see. I still have not seen that movie. Has everyone seen that movie but me? Maybe. Uh, but um, that I think he's playing Snake Eyes, right? I think in that uh, another one uh, animated film, Hotel Transylvania, Transformania. Boy, that's a hard thing to say. That's a mouthful for for kids. So I have not watched any of those Hotel Transylvania movies. How many of those are there anyway? I don't know. Ah, uh, this is a very, very detailed podcast today, right? You guys love it. All right, here, here's a big summer movie. Here's a t- very summery movie, I think. Um, Jungle Cruise, uh, based on, yes, the Jungle Cruise Disney ride somehow being made into a movie. Hey, Disney can make a movie out of a block of wood, you know, base a movie on the block of wood. Um but this is uh, Dwayne Johnson's going to be in this. Emily Blunt. It looks great. It, it, it essentially, to me, it looks like uh, it looks like Pirates of the Caribbean. That kind of feel. That kind of, you know, you know, he's got this little riverboat. Emily is is searching for I forget what she's some kind of archaeologist or something. She's searching for something based on these previews, and and hires him to take her out on this you know trip. And that, and then of course, crazy things happen, right? They go over waterfalls and and have to fight off bad guys and everything. Looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I do enjoy the pirates movies. That yes, did they get a little overboard and ridiculous after a while? Of course they did. You know, naturally. <laughs> so, is there any surprise there? Oh, there's another movie that's coming out on July 30th that looks really interesting to me, um, called The Green Knight. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about that. Go watch the trailer, but I just wanted to mention it here. All right, let's get let's speed things up because we are about uh, a half hour in the podcast, and I want to do I do want to keep this to about forty minutes. So, uh, moving on, the Suicide Squad. That movie is uh, coming out on August sixth. It is also I believe that's a dual release. I think in 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 both on uh, both on um, HBO Max and also in theaters. I think. I think that's the deal. I think uh, all those Warner Brothers, right, are going to be on HBO Max, too. All those DC films, especially. Uh, So that's on August 6th. Free Guy, which I mentioned earlier. And I thought this had gotten 
pushed all the way to the holidays, but on the list that I'm seeing here, the uh, there it's listed uh, for August uh, 13th. So hmm, I don't know, maybe then. Um, uh, oh, for for the kids who I know, real little kids love this show. Uh, because my grandson Bryson loves this show, uh, who's he's like two and a half now. Uh, but anyway, uh, Paw Patrol the movie August twentieth. So write write that on your calendars, parents and grandparents. Um, oh, uh, also on August twentieth, another movie called uh, this one's called Reminisce. Reminisce is that how you say it? Reminiscence? I cannot speak. Eh, you know, podcasting for you know. 16 years and you can't talk but uh no this is with um this is really weird to describe i don't know how to describe this one but this is also theaters and hbo max hugh jackman's in this there's some science involved it looks like there's some things about memory involved it's very difficult for me to explain and i'm not gonna try go watch the preview all right uh yeah this is a pretty loose podcast today i hope that's cool with everyone yeah, so, um, gosh, they're doing another Candyman movie. Is that the horror guy? Uh, that's August 27th. Um, there's some kind of Beatles. Be- the Beatles get back on August 27th. All right, next up, next Marvel movie, because we're getting like four this year. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which looks crazy, incredible. A lot of martial arts action. That's on September 3rd, a Friday, September 3rd, probably right before school starts again. Um, so that, that should be fun. And now let's see, uh, we're getting into the fall, uh, and a few other films here to, to mention briefly. Uh, what else we've got? The Adams Family 2. Is that a, that must be animated. Yeah, that's animated. They did an animated one, right? I'm getting so confused with some of these properties that they've done. You know, they did the original series of Adams Family. Then they did some live action ones, right? Like two of them, right? Now they're doing an animated thing again. And I just read that uh, I think they're doing a, a live-action Monsters movie. I think Rob Zombie's handling that or directing it or something is what I read. Oh, who cra- it's just crazy. Anyway. Oh, and finally, in October, at least on this list that I'm seeing, I think this is accurate. October 1st for the Dune movie, finally. I'm going to scroll down on my other list. Give me a second or two, folks. Um, yeah, it looks like Dune. Yeah, June, uh, sorry, June, October 1st for that. So finally, he is the Quisitadarak. I can't, I can't say those words. I, you know, Frank Herbert wrote some crazy words. And uh, it, thank goodness, at least we had the David Lynch movie because, you know, I've read Dune, of course, and, the, and, and, and several of the sequel books, but pronouncing some of those words, <laughs> like, uh, Frank, you're crazy, but hey, it's it's a classic. If you've never read the Dune, the first Dune book, especially, you you got to read that. Got to read it. it. Looks like there's another Halloween movie, Halloween Kills, October fifteenth. Oh, I skipped a week, which I shouldn't, because I'm really looking forward to. This is definitely one I I'm been, been dying kind of to see. Uh, no Time to Die, another James Bond movie, October eighth, Friday, October eighth. I also jumped over another movie that I wanted to mention, Venom Two, Let There Be Carnage. This is the Sony kind of, you know, there's sort of like Marvel and Disney kind of have some Spider-Man rights. And Sony still has some Spider-Man rights. I don't know. It's so weird and so confusing. And frankly, I'll be honest, I don't like it. I think it dilutes it. And 
the idea, I mean, they're not, it's not like Sony's doing a true Spider-Man movie. This is with the Venom character, with the Carnage comic book character, which is another Venom-like character. But um, I don't know. I, I just, I thought the first Venom movie was okay. It was fun. Uh, but that's it. It was uh, pretty forgettable for me, at least. But um, all right, let us move on to, now we're into November. A couple, quite a few biggies in November, actually, which is kind of cool because it's my birthday month. Um, we got a lot. Uh, Eternals, the next Marvel movie. So we're up to three Marvels, right? Uh, there we go. We had Black Widow, uh, Shang-Chi, and Eternals, November 5th. Now, this one, super excited to see this one. Probably out of all the Marvel movies. I mean, Black Widow will be fun, but you kind of know the character already. So uh, Shang-Chi... I've never really been that interested in the that Marvel character, but I'm sure it'll be fun. But Eternals is a whole other side of the Marvel universe into the more of these really godlike beings, and uh, uh, the cast is great. The preview, the little bit of the preview that we've gotten so far, looks amazing. Super excited to see that one. November fifth for that. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife, November eleventh. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge Ghostbusters fan, but I'll see it. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, yeah, for all the Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise lovers, right? There's three of them, right? I don't know. I mean, he's still the guy. The guy knows how to make a fun movie, a good movie. Um, and, you know, and the kind of stunts that they do in these things. Yeah. I mean, Top Gun. All right. Uh, let's wind things up a little bit. Uh, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. This is supposed to be a whole new sort of reboot of the Resident Evil series. That's on November 24th. That's like Thanksgiving weekend here in the U.S. Gosh, they're doing uh, West Side Story, a new one of those. I think Steven Spielberg is involved in that. Is he directing it? Not positive. Um, that is on December 10th. Uh, and then the fourth of the Marvel movies. Yes, four Marvel movies this year. <laughs> Boy, and that would not have happened if it wasn't for the pandemic. That They wouldn't have all been squished together like that into, uh, into one year. But um, most of these they've been holding on to. I think, uh, I think the only one that was really not comp- really that finished, definitely Black Widow was, was ready to go. Um, Shang-Chi. Eternal is not quite, uh, I think, and uh, this this last one though not quite either. The um, uh, in December we're getting Spider-Man No Way Home, December seventeenth, uh, which will pick up, I think, directly uh, after the last Spider-Man film. There's a pretty big thing that happens at the end of that. I won't spoil it. If you've never seen it, you should, because that's going to have a big impact on what happens in this in this film. Uh, and if you remember, that Spider-Man movie came out uh, a few months after the last Avengers movie. So so there you go. And a few others, pr- pretty good. Well, I don't watch Downton Abbey, and it's not really a sci-fi or, or fantasy thing, but there's the, the second of those movies coming out in, on December 22nd. The Kingsman, uh, based on those movies and those comics, that is December 22nd also. Boy, this is a big weekend. And get this, The Matrix 4. Which, have we seen anything for that movie really yet? I think we saw a couple of pictures of them filming it. But but it's like, uh, there's literally nothing. And I know people uh, people are really down on the last two Matrix movies. Uh, I, I didn't really find that. I, I love the second Matrix movie a lot, actually. The third one, yeah, I didn't. 
that one was hard to watch. You know, the way they ended it kind of, eh, you know, and how they're doing another one. I mean, it's the Matrix. So, hey, why not? Um, and, and that's about it. Uh, there's a ton of, of course, other movies. I tried to stick to sci-fi, fantasy, the kind of things that we talk about on Treks and Sci-Fi, the kind of things I talk about and that I'm interested in. But there's a ton of others. And even with just the sci-fi fantasy stuff, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot coming this year, folks. And I hope that, oh, excuse me, uh, that I hope this will re-energize the movie theater business. The, you know, I there are theaters here in Michigan that have never they have they're still not reopened. They can reopen, but I, I don't know if they're going to because of I, I think the lost revenue. I think they kind of some of them just went out of business, like a lot of stores did. It's really kind of sad. And uh, I, I hope, you know, I love a lot, a lot of people out there. I, I get it. A lot of people will say, I don't mind. You know, they'll say to them, if you ask them, they'll say, I don't mind. I'll watch it on, on at home. And But I love still going to the movies. Nothing like an opening weekend uh, with the energy of the audience, uh, you know, especially the big Marvel movies, the Star Wars films. Uh, back in the day, you know, where we've just hit the 40th anniversary of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, I, I mean, it's... It's hard for me. Here's here's a last little thought on this that I'll leave you guys with, and I I think I've sort of made this or made this point before. When I think back to all these big movies that I've seen over the years uh, in 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 theaters, I I I have very little memory of watching a big movie even at home, and like I don't have any memories of the event of it, right? For example, um, usually when, when there's a big movie, I'm with a certain, like the, my family or when I was younger, you know, friends and some family members. And there was always something about the experience. I'll give you a, here, here, here's something for you. The, remember the Batman movie, the first one with Michael Keaton, okay? So when I went to see that, here, here's, it's sort of not a great thing that happened. It was really hard for us to get tickets to that. And uh, we did get tickets. It was a really late showing, though. We had to go really late at night. And I think this happened prior. Yeah, this happened before before the movie uh, began. Um, and I live in the Detroit area. And, and uh, this isn't in the city of Detroit. I, I, I used to, when I was really young, we lived in the city of Detroit for a while. But I live out in one of the suburbs. And um, but we were in the theater that we got in there early for to see Batman. I was there with a bunch of friends, and and it was um, and and somebody's let off, lit off a uh, some kind of a, a firecracker, either that or like an M80. You know, it sounded although inside a movie theater, I think a firecracker makes a pretty loud noise because of the sound, you know, echoes. And so we're all waiting, and and all of a sudden there's this boom. You know, it doesn't really sound like a gunshot. A firecracker doesn't. I'm not a gun guy. I'm not a gun expert, but I knew it was just. Plus, there was smoke in, in a little bit of smoke in in the theater. But one of my friends, I'll always remember this. This is just again. This is my memory of Batman '89 or whatever. One of my friends said, "Nope, that's it. I'm out," and he left. And I didn't leave. Most of the guys that I was with, we didn't leave. But um. There's there's my one of my memories of the the theater. I think the other story that I always like to tell 
Well, I'll save that for another time. We're running. I, I want to, like I said, keep this pretty short. But my point, though, frankly, again, is is that the the theater experience with big movies, and and this is only obviously people who are big movie fans. I think I, I get some people movies don't do much for them. You know, it's not a big thing. So this won't really mean anything to those people. I'm not trying to convince obviously those people, but I. I do think that that going to the movies, having that kind of singular sort of experience, will you'll remember that um, for for a long time. And you know, I still you know, Batman '89. Guess what? You know, that was a while ago, right? Thirty years ago. So you know, it's um, it, it it's just a uh, a little more than thirty, right? Yes, I know. Uh, but um, but point is, is that. I don't want that to go away, <laughs> you know. And again, I I have a good screen here in the, in in the Rico Cave. I have a nice setup. I can certainly watch and enjoy a movie here. I've watched a few things. Um, I watched this movie last night with Nat- Natalie Portman, uh, where she plays an astronaut. If you guys have seen that, I think it's on HBO. Um, I had recorded it on TiVo a while ago, but it's called Lucy in the Sky. Uh, she plays a, it's supposed to be sort of based on a real person or real event somewhat. Essentially, the movie's about a um, uh, an astronaut that's gone to space and she has trouble kind of adjusting to the sort of ordinary world of, of being back on Earth after. And, and I could kind of get that, you know, in a way. Um, I, I always say this after I come back from a real fun, like comic book convention, like comic con or whatever for a few days, it's so much fun. You're, you're going, 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 uh, you, you know, it's like taking a good vacation and then you come back to like your regular life, right? You come back to work, you come back to whatever your, your normal existence is. And it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a letdown, honestly, you like, man, I wish I could just be like doing that all the time. So, uh, all right, that that's good enough for this week, folks. Hey, thanks for listening. I know this was a little bit, I, I feel like I sped read through all the movies, but the previews are up on YouTube. Uh, I, again, urge you guys to check out the movies in the theater, even the ones that are being dual, dual released. I mean, some of those I'll probably, I'll admit, and I kind of said it I was, as I was going through them, some of those I'll definitely just probably also watch myself at home, but most of the ones that I mentioned by name and talked a little about, most of those I am going to try to see in the theater. I mean, my typical summer is has generally been, I don't go every week to the theater, but I almost go every week. I mean, there, there are definitely um, out of, let's say, let's say summer is, you know, let's say June, July, August, you know, what is that? Eight weeks, approx- or sorry, 12 weeks, eight. It's not eight, silly. 12 weeks and I'll probably go to about 10 movies at least. You know, I may skip a week or two or three, but um, but I, I see almost a movie a week during the summer, and uh, and I and I do want to get back to that. So uh, so here we go back uh, back at movies, back in the theater. Um, get that good uh, candy and popcorn and whatever whatever else you like at the at the theater. So all right, folks, uh, that's about it. Next week um, probably is either. Probably it's going to be a repeat show. Could be a skip week even. I'll be back in two weeks. I think in two weeks, I think I'm going to... What did I put down on the schedule here? Give me a brief second. I think I'm going to cover another... Yeah. In, in... So next week, maybe a skip or a repeat. And then I think the last weekend of June, I think I'm going to cover the third discovery episode as I work my way through uh, commentating on those shows. So everyone, take care. 
please, please get vaccinated. If you're, if you're on the fence, really, it's working. It's not hurting anybody. Uh, and we really need to get stamped this stupid thing out. Uh, so I, I urge you um, to do that, strongly urge you. Uh, this is, uh, it, it's, it's science, it works, it's proven, and yeah, so there's my pitch for this week. <laughs> All right, everyone, take care of yourselves. Uh, be careful out there. Crazy, crazy, always crazy traffic during the summer, you know, a lot of construction here in Michigan, too. We have two seasons, as I, as I, we always say here in, in the Midwest. We have winter and we have construction. Those are our seasons. So, and it's really bad this year. Oh my gosh! Right over by my office, which I do go to a couple times a week, uh, there's the whole road out in front of my office is all ripped up right now. It's it's literally like a, a when you're taking driver's ed, you know, it's like working your way through cones to get to the driveway that I have to go into. It's really really crazy. So, all right, everybody, thanks for listening to Treks and Sci-Fi. Take care. Bye bye. This has been a Rick Dosty podcast production.